real quick I was praying and I have work to do at this time but I had the thought maybe you should record so just in case I'm recording you know I try to record with the thought process of this may not be shared to people it takes the pressure off me a lot because I can just be myself and then decide whether or not I want to post it which is funny because I don't know somewhere in me is always the thought that I'm going to post it because I know it's gonna go out like but it might not so why am I recording it just in case I get to decide I give myself options I like having options you know just in case I change my mind This is meta, because I'm talking as if it's not going to go out, but also as if it is. Nice. I'm praying, and one of the things that I was thankful for, what was it, was just the reminders that I am indeed in control of my reality. But before I even got there, I once again had that sort of dreading feeling, sort of dragging feeling just a little about my family and about my dad in particular he had it rough going up growing up we are worlds apart and I wonder if I'll ever have him on the podcast we are worlds apart I can't even imagine I can't fathom, I don't think, nuance-wise, how different his life growing up is from mine. Or was. But, you know, everything, every moment is always happening at the same time, which makes me a little sad for the people I personally known have known to suffer. Especially when it comes to my dog, Sunny. There was a time where... I didn't know how to crate train, so I just kind of, like, coaxed him into the crate. Then I would lock it. And I'm sure no one wants to be led into a box and then locked in the box with no option of getting out. Oh, my God. And I've been reading The Body Keeps the Score. And one of the vital components, key components, to not having long-lasting trauma is having... The ability to save yourself, the ability to play a key role in your survival, like in your saving yourself, so being your own hero, having that self-efficacy, and then being able to remove yourself. So having the choice and like being able to remove yourself. So if you're pinned under something or someone is holding you down, that is you're more likely to have long-lasting emotional scars because of that. And not to say that they're going to be there forever, but they're you're they're likely to have like an effect on you. So like you, trauma basically, because there was this kid who saw 9/11 happen, but he was able to run away, playing a role in his own survival and then go home to somewhere he felt safe and talk about it and decompress and this kid drew a picture the next day 
of 9-11 but with the trampoline on the ground so he said next time the people can jump on the trampoline or something like that and be safe like five years old I definitely thought this kid would be fucked up but he's not so I say all that to say yeah my dog he couldn't get out the crate and I feel bad about that every time because there was time where he was growling and not growling crying and crying and whining barking really loud because he really wanted to get out and I just ignored him because I didn't know what to do with those emotions I didn't know that he was doing that because he was scared and he didn't like the crate and I don't know, a little bit of separation anxiety, probably induced by me, goddamn. I just, and that was me doing my best, and that dog was suffering. So when I think about the fact that every moment is always happening at the same time, because the present moment is all that exists, there is no past and present, and if there is, it radiates from both sides of us in the present moment. So like what I just said, that could be said, it's in the past-ish? But I like to, I have a diagram that I, that I like to draw of a person sitting and then a wave going in one direction, like to the left, and then a wave going to the right. So you're always in the middle. And those two things, the future and the past, are radiating from your body while you sit in the middle, in the present. But yeah, and he's doing a lot better now. But the idea of him feeling those emotions that I cannot control makes me if I feel so angu- so much anguish and I've gone through rounds of forgiving myself because Sunny definitely has forgiven me. And I have to remind myself that I also am stuck in moments, quote unquote stuck, or experiencing moments where I'm suffering. We all suffer. And I had this thought before watching the after school video, how to keep your heart open in hell. Beautiful video, by the way. Really humbling, really interesting, because I feel like a lot of people that I know, especially in this generation, would hate that video. I don't know what it is we hate about like thinking in ways that are broad and not specific and tied to one way of seeing things it's like we hate people that think differently it's like there's no compassion like for me to think of the idea and be like everything is perfect all of the suffering all the hunger it's perfect perfectly aligned perfectly happening that's would you agree that that's an inflammatory thing to say would you agree it's definitely impersonal and it takes away your humanity and that's so funny I don't know why that's so amusing to me but it it suggests that God or whatever is impersonal and inhumane but there's the opposite but equal highs highs of joy if any, I don't know. If anything, it shows the po- the possibilities in the other directions of emotions. And then the video is going on to say that everyone is having their own spiritual experience and going through their own 
lessons or teachings or something like that. And that's even more impersonal. Like that person's homeless so that they can their their soul can learn something. I agree, but someone could easily say that that's easy for me to say, but I am also them. And I just think about all the people I know very close to me too that would be like, that's some bullshit and that's really fucking stupid. But you are entitled to that opinion and I am entitled to my, I will say, opinion as well and not fact. It feels like a fact, but at the most humblest level, I actually don't know anything. So, nothing is for certain, nothing's for sure. We think we know, and it makes us comfortable, but I don't know. My spiritual journey has led me to believe that we are... Ooh! It's my alarm, guys. Hello? My spiritual journey has led me to believe that we are here, are, we are all spiritual beings having physical experiences, so don't get too attached to your problems. But a person in a victim mindset would not want to hear that. Maybe that's the thing. A lot of our generation is in victim mindsets. And I can only speak for us, because I don't, I don't know other generations, so that's why I keep saying that. But anyway... All of this comes back to me about to ask Ja or my angels for help with my survivor's guilt because I have been born into a reality or into a, my spirit has come into a life where I don't have a lot of physical struggles I really wish that I don't know I was gonna say I have all the time in the world but I'm journeying into the idea that the present moment is all that exists and when you become present you can stretch time out because you create time time does not create itself like time is a human concept construct that we make in our minds and it's crazy what a few breaths will do to your entire days because because you can take your time and look at the clock and no time has passed at all (laughs) how does that happen you create time and time is always on your side but being the person that i am with the schedule that I have created for myself, like it's hard to detach from what I think that how I think the day quote unquote should go and surrender to my spirit because I technically need to be studying right now. It's 9:30. I was supposed to start studying at 9. I woke up at 8:59 cuz my body got it like that. And I journaled a, just a, I journaled just a quick thought that I had and then I texted some friends hopped onto my favorite verse in the Bible which I think is quite useful you know as hated as it is it's it's quite useful I don't know I think there's a lot of groupthink in our generation a lot of people don't know how to think for themselves they latch onto a popular idea and then go from there Mm. I need to read 1989 
but I read verse 23 that I read every day and every night on a on a good week and I started listing the things I was grateful for because I have an attitude of gratitude that's another thing a lot of people don't like hearing and I say this from experience y'all like (laughs) I just I am so blessed I feel so blessed to have been guided how I have been in my life to the resources and things that I've been guided to but it hasn't always been willingly accepted because I was definitely living in a victim mindset and sometimes I still do and then I'll and then something will come to me because I am vibrating you know you can explain life how you want to but it's all the same thing I was vibrating at a frequency that called for a reminder that gratitude is the attitude and that is the highest frequency and gratitude brings so much more it supercharges your manifestations and you need to be grateful for what you have now before you can even have more and I immediately thought about all the people who had what I wanted and they didn't seem to be grateful for the things they had to get more or white people and all of these people who weren't me so it wasn't making any sense like it doesn't help me to think those thoughts they're not supportive and they are not growth mindset where was I going with that this is an episode which I didn't write down this just sprung from my being as many of these episodes do but yes I've gone through this over and over and I've realized that like I just sometimes need to throw my schedule a little bit out the window and instead of doing things the way I think they need to go, the best way they go, I need to surrender to my spirit. So I was praying and I was going to talk about survivor's guilt and immediately like I had this little voice, very quiet, very non-pushy maybe that's intuition very much like you 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 should probably record this like maybe start recording like start recording and I was like no (laughs) I took a minute I took a minute I was silent for a few moments I was like no (laughs) because that means that I'm not gonna be able to get what I want to get done like when I want to get it done and my ego does not like that I'm not in control anymore I like my life I like the way I think and I talk about all the group think and group think and things because I personally am like fearful or was fearful very fearful of how I was how I'd be received by someone who doesn't think like me and someone who would think that it's easy for me to think like this and someone who's very victim mindset coming for me or just maybe and that's not that's not to put them down or anything it's just that's where they are and we can just throw that out the window completely and say just someone who thinks differently 
like saying I'm wrong and stuff like that. Well, you can think that and I don't have to accept that. That's been such a powerful reminder, thought reminder. I can think what I want and receive pushback, receive negative feedback, and I can just not care. But I had to learn that me thinking that doing that is mean stems from people pleasing and is subjective and I can change that. I feel like I'm moving very slowly now in my words. Bear with me. Stick with me. I'm sure the people that I'm meant to experience this episode will. Some of my videos are more popular than others. And at first, I would think why there aren't as many people listening to sub. But... I'm not because there are people listening to some, you know, like it's, it's perspective and these are hard truths for someone who has, who doesn't want to hear them, but there are people who watch them or who listen to them. And I have to remind myself that the people that are supposed to listen to certain episodes will, and I trust that I will find everyone that I meant to and they will find me. I woke up, I'm a little congested, it's the carpet in my room, it's a lot of things really, but the carpet in my room does not help when I sleep in places with tile floors or just not, not, don't have carpets, maybe there's a rug, but, or I go to the nail salon with their porcelain floors, I do not feel this congestion ever at all, so I know what I need to do. But yes, survivor's guilt and my dad. It's sometimes challenging to believe in what I believe in, that your thoughts create your reality, and that you can change your life by changing your habits and changing your thoughts, which are proven things. Because I'm like, well, my dad doesn't, and like all of this knowledge is out there, and he's not taking it or it's not available to him I don't know that's such that's a lie it is available to you if you wanted it you would find it like you would look for it I wanted it my spirit was like life cannot just be this like there has to be more and I went for it I listened to it I I highly doubt his soul never once was like there's more to this life And something else was just so strong and said, push this down. And when you grow up the way he grew up, it's easy to just, like, have hope crushed, basically, maybe. I don't know, because you literally built such a beautiful life and gave your children such an awesome foundation because you believed things could be better. I don't know. Why why don't you believe those things for your own personal emotional life? Well... My dad is Togolese. He grew up in... Let me do the math. This dude grew up in the 1960s and 70s of Togo. And maybe I'll do my own research to figure out what that time in Togo was like. I can't even imagine that. That's so wild. But he is a man who grew up in that time. There is no man, well, let me not say that. It's very unlikely 
that there is a role model in your life at that time telling you to feel your emotions like a woman, like a woman being, to cry, to feel sad. And he had his own personal relationships with his parents that weren't the healthiest. So I can't blame him, you know, but it's hard to like create my own life on my own rules and value systems and beliefs when he's so unhappy in himself like if I can do it I like why why should I get to do it if you don't do it like I don't know I just it makes me so sad and it makes me so uh, I don't know what this feeling is it just makes me feel so unworthy or guilty it makes me feel guilty I can create this beautiful life that is completely worlds apart from yours because I decided to put value into what I was feeling and to be led by my spirit which you didn't have the I don't know if you had the opportunity to or not I don't want to say that that you didn't because don't we all have choices but also I'm not trying to say, like, your life is like that solely because of you, but, like, you had a part in it, friend. You had a part in it, friend. I can't sit here and say you're not to blame at all. I can't sit here and say you didn't have a part in it. But also, you are just a creation of your experiences. I don't know where, I don't know where to go from there. I don't know where to go from there. I don't know how to feel about how do I feel I feel guilty and spicy and bad and excited for my life but wondering if I'm worthy of that feeling and I don't know I feel tangy on my right side I can feel it in my my feet and my hands especially so if there's someone out there who knows what that means there you go I'm feeling this hot, maybe it's shame. No, I know what shame feels like. I think this is more guilt. I don't know, but I feel it a lot in my right hand, like from my, a little bit below my wrist to my whole hand and my fingers. And then from my, then from like my ankle or like a little below, below my shin to right where your foot starts to like branch off from your your leg so yeah my heels and especially my toes like just the top part of my foot I wonder what that's about and I will say this until I'm blue in the face a good way to start getting in tune with your body is to observe where you feel your emotions so if you feel sadness where where do you feel that and you don't always have to explain or figure out why just where do you feel that in your body because your body is tied like our bodies our bodies they're so magical they hold so many secrets or maybe not secrets or many things that are unknown to us it's our body and our spirit and our mind just think about the brain gut connection or the brain body connection period like there's a place in our brain that connects to every part of our body so i can move my fingers because something in my brain said hey send this impulse from here to to here 
Like, think about your ganglion and your nerves that go down your spine. Like, all of that branches out. Like, the nervous system is so amazing. The body is so amazing, and I really am grateful and appreciative of anatomy and physiology one and two. Not so much lab, but, I mean, I guess it played a part. I want to say short episode, and I'm done, but I feel like there's more coming. So I'm just going to sit for a while and surrender to the fact that I'm just not going to do the work I wanted to do at this moment and that that's okay. I don't, I just, it's just so easy for me to think about all the people who don't have it the way that I do and then feel shame and guilt that I have it the way that I do. Like, how do I get it to, how do I get to have it so good when you don't? How do I get to say I deserve to have this good and you don't have it? Ugh, why do I think about everyone who doesn't have what I have? Like, is that just a way of me downplaying my own blessings? But it's so inhumane, seemingly inhumane, to go, well, fuck their feelings, fuck their emotions, which genuinely I'm not responsible for. But it's okay. You know, I'm doing that thing where I tie my emotions in my life to another person. And it's okay to have the separation and just live my own. I'm just going to sit for a little bit and maybe keep praying. Because angels, I just deeply want to ask for your help in holding me in this survivor's guilt. And to let it ooze out from my body it's not helpful what do i do with this let me actually look up what survivor's guilt is you know y'all know i love a good definition survivor's guilt Ooh, a song by joey badass i know that shit is good joey badass is such a just a just a good i love music like that just good okay Survivor's guilt, a condition of persistent mental and emotional stress experienced by someone who has survived an incident in which others died. He escaped with his life but suffered from survivor's guilt. Okay, so what I'm experiencing is definitely not as severe. So here we go. Many people who live through trauma and other life-threatening situations go on to develop survivor's guilt which refers to strong and persistent feelings of remorse, personal responsibility, and sadness. There it is. Because I've, you know, like Beyonce said, she survived all she been through. I have chosen to grow from what has happened to me in my life or what has happened for me in my life, whatever. What has happened instead of staying in the mental cages that trauma built I walked into to survive because let's not let's not deny that the behaviors and things we have we had created to survive they helped us you know I don't want to I have stopped demonizing the behaviors that I created to survive because they were once helpful and it's so important to acknowledge 
that who we became because of trauma was a helpful person. That person kept us alive. At the basis of it all, that person kept us alive. Alive to the point where we were able to say, okay, I think I'm ready to thrive. And because we lay that person to rest, we don't discard them. Be careful about the words you use when you talk about yourself. We don't discard that person. We lay them to rest because they were important. And without them, we would not exist. Who we are now would not have survived, would not have been able to be alive and thrive and just exist, period. So yeah. Because I have chosen to thrive and I'm surrounded by people who have not made that choice or who are not there, it's just like, damn. I'm remorseful. Damn, I wish you could be here too. Damn, why not you? Why me? Why me? I think that's like a common question in Survivor's Guild. Why me? Why did I get to experience all the bliss and and goodness and just success in my definition and just awesomeness that life has to offer? Why? Why me? Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? Why not you? That's my question. And I'm getting that feeling in my toes again. And this time a little more so in my arms, in my forearm going towards my elbow and now I feel it in my hands because emotions are just energy in motion so it's very I love that my my body has become such a an open space and it's only I'm not completely there yet um that's why I say the body's so magical there's so much more to unlock within my body like oh my god I could I could do a whole episode on that alone but I'm very grateful that I have I have released blockages in my body and my emotions feel so free to travel within my body now. Like, yes, this is your playground. This is your playground. Play around and and tell me what you're feeling. But yeah, I'm feeling this a little. Oh, I feel some of this has transferred to my left leg. Interesting. Well, yeah. So. Yeah. Why me? Why me? Why me? I don't know how to reconcile with these feelings. Does survivor's guilt go away? Why does trauma make you feel guilty? I don't know how to reconcile with these feelings, so that's what I was praying for. I pray to be guided. I open myself up to the tools and guidance of the universe to reconcile with this this guilt and this remorse. That is not, that is not mine. As harsh as that sounds, as crude and impersonal as that is, or it can be, I feel like the more I get into whatever, the less strongly I feel about using, using like fixed terms. 
and saying things are one way. They aren't. (laughs) I'm such an amazing, beautiful person. I love my mind. I love my body. I love everything about me. I feel like I was crafted perfectly. I feel like I was perfectly made, man. Sometimes I feel like my problems are perfect. My family is perfect, as fucked up as it all is. Or can be. (laughs) I feel like everyone's issues in my family puzzle pieces perfectly with the next person. And it's just all perfect, as as crazy, as... (sighs) I feel loved, and I'm grateful for that. Is there anything else I'd like to pray for? I pray to appreciate my life for what it is and to not downplay how I feel and my gratitude for my life because other people may not be experiencing the same thing or other people aren't experiencing the same thing. I pray to not judge people for the way their life is. But I feel like that's a, that's an interesting sticky line to go down because... What if I want to praise myself for my life? There's balance in everything. If I want to say good job, Roland, then by default, I must be able to say bad job to the next person or or to myself. Like when I praise myself for doing something good, it's only natural that you berate yourself. That sounds harsh. Berate synonym. That you scold, okay, that sounds harsh too. That you criticize yourself for something you don't do right. Like, does that make sense? Like, the opposites must exist. It just doesn't feel correct (laughs) to live in a world where opposites don't exist because there must be balance in everything. There is balance. What is a world without balance and does that exist? I could create one if I wanted to, but that just that's just hypocritical. I think that's just hypocritical. Like how are you going to praise yourself for something and not take responsibility and accountability for when you don't do something or when you do something or when you don't show up for yourself? Like saying good job, Roland, you showed up for yourself, but don't say anything when you don't show up for yourself? Like that's just like that's just wrong. I'm sorry, I'm a Libra Mercury in the 10th house. I can't, I can't fathom and conceptualize that. Maybe someone else can and good for you. And I struggle with this. Like, I have rules for my life that may not work for another person. And that person may have different rules that I just can't operate within. And I don't want to operate within. I don't want to learn how to operate in them. I feel very okay with the fact that I must be able to criticize myself if I want to be able to praise myself. Like, to another person, that might not, that might be crazy. Like, that might be mean to myself, whatever. It's all subjective, isn't it? But I struggle with the idea of like, okay, do I need to change this? Because it's possible I don't want to though like I gotta think about that I get to choose not because of survival anymore you know I get to choose based on my emotions and based on whether or not I want to or not and I'm good I'm good like 
I judge other people because I judge myself and I'm okay with that. I don't know if I want to become a judgeless creature. I don't know. And sometimes, you know, I'm definitely a very understanding person and I don't have to explain myself. I don't even know why I started doing that. It's because I don't want you to think I'm a bad person, but that's none of my business. It's out of my control and I don't care. So (laughs) that's freeing. Like, I don't know. I want to be able to think what I want in the realms of what makes sense to me. And it just doesn't make sense to not have balance in when in when you do something. So. Yeah. I'm really hungry now. It's 10. I'm hungry now. What am I going to eat? I am who I am who I am. And this path that I am being led on, this path that my heart is yearning to be on, I pray I find like-minded individuals. It's okay if I don't. Sometimes I wonder if I really do want like-minded individuals because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get off on being the only one who thinks the way I do because I feel special. makes me feel good about myself. So there's that. But I do love coming across someone who's like, I think just like this. It feels so good to finally, you know, see someone who thinks like this. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm not alone. Ah." So there's also that. I'm just, there's so many things. A human is so complex. And I know we say that, but I don't, this is what I think. I also think words, like the importance of words, certain words, and the gravity of certain words have been flattened. Maybe by social media. I don't know. I'm sure there's someone out there who studies it and can tell me. But when we say human beings are complex, I don't think we understand the gravity of what that means. Complex is a very specific term. Like, complex means complex. Like, I don't think we give that word enough credit. I have a series on my TikTok. I actually need to, like, make that a playlist going forward. And if I can find the TikToks, I make so many sometimes at once. I just have so many thoughts sometimes. That's why when I'm not feeling like making TikToks, I I used to, like, be like, oh, my gosh, you need to make them. I do not do that shit no more because when I feel like it, I will. And it's... Like, I can just trust myself. I can trust when I don't feel like doing something because of those moments where I deeply do feel like doing something, you know? Man. I'm just so grateful to be here and experience all that life has to offer. And this this is where balance is coming back in again. I know I'm, like, sort of maneuvering around. I'm not mad at it. Because I don't feel like, I feel like all of this is happening. I'm saying the same, I'm saying, I'm staying within the realms of, I don't know. I think I've built a camp here and I'm just going to different sites and they're all connected and I'm not jumping around. That's why I didn't say I'm not jumping around. That's why I didn't say I'm jumping around because I don't feel like that's what I'm doing. But, okay, well now my thoughts are filled with what to eat because I'm hungry. (laughs) Ah, yes. Experiencing all that life has to offer. If you want to experience the depths or like the highest form 
of happiness you can experience ever, you are going to have to be willing or not even be willing, but you're going to experience the complete opposite of that. The depths of despair. Like my whole thing with balance is that you can't grow in one direction. You're in the middle and you expand in both directions. The circle just gets bigger and bigger. You cannot have one without the other. That's not how this shit works. There are some things that are just constant. And I believe maybe there is a universe out there where you can have one thing and not the other. That sounds boring as fuck to me, being completely honest with you. But in this world, on this earth, in in this collective reality as human beings on planet earth in maybe 2022, I don't know. I think just in this realm. Balance exists, and I'm grateful for that. Wow, out of all the places I chose to be, my spirit, I'm saying, I chose to be here. And as soon as I can stop demonizing sadness and anger, I can more gracefully flow with those feelings and be just as grateful for them as I am for the highest and deepest feelings of happiness and joy what does it feel what does it mean to feel joy because I've been being called to cultivate more joy or just being or my attention has been being has been brought to the lack of joy in my life and I don't know what that means what's the difference between happiness and joy joy definition oh a feeling of great pleasure and happiness Okay, joy versus happiness definition? Is that, is there such a thing? Oh, oh, joy is an inner feeling. And you know what? Someone might get a different definition, but this is the beauty of life and what I, what I think it means to like call things to you. There could have been so, like, there's so many websites that could have popped up first, but this is the one that popped up when I searched for it. So I trust that this is the definition I'm supposed to inhale. This is the definition I'm supposed to take in and integrate and and build my understanding of joy on. I don't know why I felt the need to say that. I just really feel the need to explain how magical my life is. It's the little things like out of 26 million results, this is what popped up. Come on, like, come on. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. Anyway, the definition I got when I searched up joy versus happiness, it says, this is why I feel like all my problems are perfect. Like out of all the things and out of all the bodies, out of all the things, this is who I am. This is what I experience. It's perfect. But anyway, joy is an inner feeling. Happiness is an outward expression. Joy endures hardship and trials and connects with meaning and purpose. <laughs> A person pursues happiness but chooses joy. And these And these things just have existed for how long? Like, this has been on the internet for how long? Like, there have been people traversing this. There have been people 
traversing these things for longer than I have physically been alive as this body like this has been here and I'm just now finding it that's such a that's so beautiful okay so this is this is really interesting it has a bible verse on the website compassion.com forward slash sponsor a child for a slash difference between joy and happiness okay interesting but the fruit of the spirit is lo- is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law galatians chapter 5 verses 22 to 23 interesting what's the difference between joy and happiness What is joy? What is happiness? And what is the difference between joy and happiness? I'm reading now. The difference between joy and happiness lives in the mind and heart. Joy is a little word. Happiness is a bigger word. Joy is in the heart. Happiness is on the face. Joy is of the soul. Happiness is of the moment. Joy transcends. Happiness reacts. Joy embraces peace and contentment waiting to be discovered joy runs deep and overflows while happiness hugs hello joy is a practice and a behavior it's deliberate and intentional happiness comes and goes blithely along its way joy is profound and scriptural okay don't worry rejoice Happiness is a bomb. Don't worry, be happy. Hmm. Okay, that one, that bullet, I might throw that one out the window. I don't know about that. Joy is an inner feeling. Happiness is an outward expression. Joy endures hardship and trials and connects with meaning and purpose. A person pursues happiness but chooses joy. That's beautiful. You see what I mean? You see what I mean? I just feel like I've been led here. Like, like the concept of joy versus happiness exists. And throughout my journey, there's something about keeping peace within yourself no matter what your outside is looking like. And I thought that, why me? Why do I have to learn this lesson? And it's a thing. Joy choose joy practice joy know joy live joy feel happiness oh rejoice oh wow for every person who says joy is an underlying truth that good or bad circumstances can't dictate and that happiness is rooted in circumstance there will be others who think the opposite That joy is just a state of mind, the outcome of a mind seeking happiness and focused on pleasure, pleasing thoughts, and pleasant experiences. First of all, the fact that it talks about for every person, there will be another who thinks the opposite. I just said that. I just said that. Oh my god. I live for this shit, man. I live for moments like this. What the fuck? Despite the different perspectives... Oh my god, like, I fucking love it here. Like, I love it here, and I feel like my mind goes against that sometimes and likes to think of all the times that I've been in despair, 
but that's part of the whole thing. I love it there too. And that's like a crazy thing to say, right? I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm just getting deeper and deeper into something and I'm confused because it's new in the sense that there aren't many people around me who get into stuff like this, but it's not new at all because it's been here. These concepts have been here. Like, what? where am I going? What am I doing? What is life leading me into? What the fuck? What the fuck? How did I get here? What? Despite the different perspectives, the idea that holds greater sway today is that experiencing happiness depends on external factors. Happiness happens to us. Even though we may seek it, desire it, pursue it, etc., feeling happiness is not a choice we make. Joy, on the other hand, is a choice purposefully made. Happiness doesn't bring joy, and joy isn't the byproduct of happiness. Joy is grander than happiness. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. (sighs) Where is this going? And when we find joy, it's infused with comfort and wrapped in peace. It's an attitude of the heart and spirit. All right, here we go, y'all. Often synonymous with, but not limited to, following Christ Jesus and pursuing a Christian life. Okay. I just feel like we could have stopped. We could have stopped at, we find joy, it's infused with comfort and wrapped in peace. We could have stopped there. Why does everything have to go into Christianity like and I don't I don't know. Maybe it's because of my own understanding of Christianity, which is what it is. Like I don't I don't know how to live based on another definition other than what I already have that literally doesn't make sense for me or for anybody else. Like we are all going based on our understanding of things, which is perfectly fine. My thing is though, in my life, we could just stop there. Like, to me, it's psychology and quantum physics and, like, biological. Like, we could have just stopped there. Like, am I living a Christian life and I just don't know it? What the fuck? Ah, someone could say that, but I do not. I will not prescribe to that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just scared of how I'll be perceived by my friends and stuff. Because I have been rejecting this for a while. It's like all of the things I come across when trying to deepen my pleasure in life and just deepen my content with myself. I do come across Christianity a lot, but I also come across Buddhism, cosmology. I come across Hinduism, but I come across Christianity a lot. And I don't know if that's because I was raised Christian or the scariest thought ever the christians are actually right (laughs) and i'm just resisting and god is calling me to be christian and i'm resisting that's so frightening to me y'all that's so frightening like oh my god all of this all of this like we got christianity wrong and i grew up with it incorrectly or I don't know like the idea of me being wrong in my resistance and I just need to become Christian it it scares the shit out of me 
because I do not want that. And it makes me come across the idea that what I've been living is a lie and it's actually all just Christianity. Stop resisting and be Christian. Like, what the fuck? No. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be ruled by one school of thought. Like, I definitely believe in the Christian story. I just don't like the idea that it's the only one that exists. And that if you're not following Jesus Christ and pursuing a Christian life, which what even the fuck does that mean? Then you are not happy. You are not correct. I will not, no, I'll resist as long as I fucking have to. Like, that just, yuck. But then I'm like, maybe I just, I'm just getting it wrong. And I'm comparing the core of Christianity to the connotations of Christianity in this current world. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Someone please tell me that they relate. Please, Jesus Christ. I call on Jesus every day, y'all. I do believe in Christ Jesus. I love Jesus. 333. Do you hear me? I love Jesus. I don't know. I just feel like the Christianity that's around now is just very, like, convenient. Like, you, they cut out things that they don't understand, they don't like, and then use the Bible to affirm their own personal biases. I don't know. Like, maybe Christianity is a tool. And people use it for good or bad, just like money. This is really interesting. Um, I don't think I want my life to go in that direction. Just because, like, am I the second coming of Jesus? <laughs> I don't want to be persecuted. Oh, my God. What the fuck is going on? Anyway, that's enough on that. I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to dwell on that. But... Huh, I did not know that this is what I've been called to, like, cultivate for real. Because I have definitely been in the realm of staying at peace no matter what your external looks like. Um, being grounded and feeling abundant no matter how much you have in the bank type shit. And it's like, this whole time, I've been like, why the fuck am I going through this? Why the fuck is this happening? <sighs> so that you can have joy. There are people out here who have joy. Joy is constant and happiness is dependent on a moment. I didn't know that. Happiness is a feeling based on circumstance, and joy is an attitude that defies circumstance. What the fuck? And and this has just been here? Like, where does this concept come from? Is this psychological? It's spiritual, isn't it? So is Christianity just spirituality? What is the difference between Christianity and spirituality and the Christianity that we have experienced versus the spirituality that has been booming, which has its pros and cons as well? There's so much noise. You've got to go within and, and journey where your soul wants to take you.
Bam. Wow. I think I'm going to stop there. I don't have much, much more to... I don't have much more to say. Okay, see, I see on Google we have... You know how when you search something up, it has, like, filters at the top? So, joy and happiness definition when I go to the images. And this is going to be the last thing because I need to go eat. Difference between, okay, New York Times, all right, Bible verse, God, emotions, psychology, Bible study. Like, positive psychology, Jesus. Like, are they all just languages of expressing the same energy? That joy is constant and happiness is not. Happiness is fleeting. Wow. That's it. I really have nothing else to say. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. And it's crazy because throughout this, I had that feeling that's like, did I even say anything for real? I've talked for an hour, but have I said anything of value? Roland, you are the gift. I am the gift, and that is that. That's it, period. Thank you for listening to Roland's perspective and believing in me when I go through those moments of not believing in myself. Thanks for holding me up. Thanks for being a nice little foundation. Thanks for being something, someone, an energy I can lean on and bring myself up for. Thank you for your community. Thank you for your presence, and you are also a gift. All right, I'll hear you in the next one. Bye.